This NBA Picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, coming soon, Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet ten dollars, and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Download the WinBet app now, or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as fifteen thousand. Dollars with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Thrive. Fantasy Thrive Fantasy has a hundred thousand dollar guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a hundred percent instant deposit match at ThriveFantasy.com. Promo code SGP. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Sean, what? It it's football season still. What are we doing? What are we doing? I, well, I'm, I'm a little confused. It, we are we are we're taking a little, uh, Props, little detour party. We wings, oh, we we have a we grill. have a full week of Super Bowl content starting. Sunday, mm. actually Saturday yeah. and Sunday, we will be broadcasting live from the WinBet Studios in the beautiful uh, Win in Las Vegas. Last minute ad here to the Super Bowl uh, itinerary. So live shows Saturday and Sunday from the Win in Las Vegas, and then Monday through Friday live shows. From Radio Row at the Super Bowl. So, man, we are going to be dropping a ton of Super Bowl content. Don't worry. But uh, before we unveil I mean, the Super Bowl content, we, we got a little. We got a little time you, to get into you some other action. the lead. What's the lead? Uh, well, there were some late scratches, and so we got called up to the Pro Bowl roster. That's yes, why we're heading out. Exactly. We will be, uh, and we probably will be do, talking some Pro Bowl because uh, I'm sure there's going to be lines. Probably. Be I, I actually have an angle on Pro Bowl MVP, but stay tuned uh, for that content Ooh. on the weekend. Ryan, so much to get to. Even a couple, a uh, couple new sound drops. Of course, <laughs> uh, friend of the program, Jong, pulled this one out. Uh, if someone is feeling disappointed, this is courtesy of Kramer. Oh, <laughs> and it's it's just classic when uh, when I was like ragging on uh, the Giants and their situation. Oh, oh, you're really going after me. And then 
We have a uh, we have a a new one that I found. I, I randomly stumbled on this kid. I think it was after a high school or college football game. It, it's amazing, and it actually applies to our college basketball mm. picks podcast, which went six and zero on our combined locks. Let's go. Kramer hit his dog, so he hit his dog lock and Let's bonus go. lock. I would have hit my uh, boat. I would have hit my dog, but the uh, the FBI needs to investigate the the ref that was involved in that Louisville game. Something criminal happened there. But overall, this sound drop applies to us and our college basketball picks. I think picks. I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. It, it's a kid. Uh, inter- I think he's like a local high school kid. After the game, he's he's amazing expressions as well. Can, can I? Uh, I mean, it almost feels a little bit like the Shakira uh, sound drop, where it uh, could come in and very easily be a four seed in uh, Bites bracket. Oh if, yeah! If we bring it back this year, because uh, that it feels like the the one. If I had to bet, that's going to be on the board longer than me groaning. No, I don't know, Ryan. Ryan's not feeling the him groaning. The Giants are about Aww. to be fucking back. The Hokies <laughs> are. Back. What am I going to be upset about? Right. Just mention the Knicks, and then I can play this. I mean, what are you going to do? It's basketball. Oh. It's basketball. Ah, oh, the Knicks. <laughs> All right, we are going to be talking NBA. We're going to be joined by the machine himself, Muna, lead dog over at the NBA Gambling Podcast. Before we get to that, I want to shout out Win Bet Bet Big Win Bigger. Of course, they get you covered for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl prop bets. Of course, you should be carving away a construction zone to build your own bets on the Super Bowl. I know Munaf being a prop guy as well is going to be all over that over at WinBet W I N N B E T dot com. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet dot com. L F G. Joining us on the line, the machine himself, the host of the NBA gambling podcast, the host of the propcast, the host of the MLB podcast. If it still is a thing, <laughs> moon off Manji moon off. Thanks for calling in, man. Hey, what's going on guys. How y'all doing this evening? Doing great. Good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, any thoughts on baseball before we, we hop into the NBA. Are we going to have a season? Oh man, uh, you know what? It, it's I'm more concerned about my pal over uh, across the pond because you know we have <laughs> random conversations throughout the off season and it gets a little weird. So I'm a little more concerned about him not having <laughs> baseball uh, for us to talk about. But uh, it, it seems like we are going to see some delays, uh, unfortunately. Um, you know, just because we have a, a greedy owners and and you know what players want and things like that. It seems like spring uh, spring training is going to be delayed, but well, and you know, baseball is in time. a position where they, you know, they can they can afford to miss a season. The the sport <laughs> is just red hot with fans and interest. I mean, if any sport can take a season off, it's baseball. You want right? the hot take here? What is it? Baseball figures out that they only need to play from June to August. Yeah. Well, and that we and it kind of what we stumbled into with the NBA of 
I still think the NBA would be best suited if they started Christmas Day. That is the tip off, and then run right up to preseason football yeah. in August. I, I don't know why they're playing regular season basketball while I college football out. and NFL. NBA play. goes Christmas to Memorial Day. Yeah. Baseball goes Memorial Day to Labor Day, <laughs> and then football's the rest. Yeah, I mean that. I that would work well. Uh, we with, figured out the college football playoff years ago. We're way ahead of our time. Let's go. We are. We are. We are savants in the industry. All right, so we're gonna talk uh, just catch up NBA. I mean, obviously, I've been focused mostly basketball-wise on college, and obviously, you know, college football, NFL. So where I haven't seen a edges, ton, you know? a ton of NBA action. I do, I you know, I kind of know what's going on, but that's why we brought in Moonoff help uh, help us figure out what's going on, hit on some of the big storylines of the season so far, get his thoughts on maybe some. Uh, I don't know, a little bit of everything here. And and of course, give out some picks for Thursday night and Friday night. Let's start with the Phoenix Suns, Moon off. It, it you know, yes. they were up two nothing. I probably jinxed them by bragging mm. about how much uh <laughs> my Chris Paul MVP ticket I gave out was gonna be worth. Probably should have headed over to prop swap and unloaded that thing. Uh they of course fall apart. <laughs> Milwaukee comes back, wins a championship, but now I mean, certainly there was a there was a formula where the Suns and I and I forget where you were on the Suns preseason, but where they just kind of literally rode off into the sunset and you don't really hear from them. But they've yeah. come back uh, harder than ever. CP three, uh, you, you see his boy LeBron, you know, kind of half-assed in the regular season. CP three is going for hard. Yes. What? All right. Again, not an NBA guy uh, in modern day times, 2022. But why? Why is no one telling, talking to LeBron? I, maybe this is a common take, but why is no one talking to LeBron about the hair situation? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really bad. See, if you have amazing hair like Moonoff, it makes sense. Keep your hair, grow your hair out. If you don't have hair like me or Ryan, for some reason, uh, just oh, afraid of, of using hair. a comb, uh, just shave it down. I mean, Michael Jordan figured this out years yeah. ago. He made the NBA shaved head look cool. I don't know why LeBron is fighting it with his like patchwork uh, hair plugs. It's really doing more harm than good. It's creepy. Moonoff, if you had to set odds on uh, LeBron shaving his head, what would you set them at? Oh, he's not going to do it, guys. Yeah, I'll put the yes at like plus four hundred for him to shave his head. He, yeah, he has because, too much of it. He has too much of an ego. Well, oh, yeah, but, and and but, now he's like he's taken so much grief for it. Him shaving oh. his head would be admitting that he's going bald, and he's just not. He's I, not ready to do that. I mean, does he not see how nice Brian Dable looks with that <laughs> shaved head? I mean, he come on, dude. Let's go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. So sons are 41 and nine kind of, uh, kind of insane. What was their, uh, what was their win total coming into the season? Do you remember moon? I got it right in front of me. Okay. We picked it at 51 and a half. So that's a lock on the over who, who uh, I don't even remember what I had. Uh, well, Sean, you had the over. Yes. Uh, as did uh, our, our buddy, Scott uh, Rochelle. AKA uh, at Scott. What's his handle on Twitter? Moonoff, give him a Rachel plug. Radio. Oh, Rachel yeah. Radio. Uh, meanwhile, Moonoff and I on the under. I locked it uh, up. Terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, it so sounds about right. Moonoff, uh, well, yeah. what do you what do you uh, make of this son's success, and and is it sustainable? Yeah, it's just been continuity for them, right? And yeah. it's 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 really been they pretty much returned the same roster. They they did pick up a backup center in JaVale McGee, which I knew that they they needed to address in the offseason. 
They got some rim protection with JaVale McGee. And when you have, I personally think the best back, best backcourt in the entire NBA with Chris Paul and Devin Booker, these are the results that you're going to get with them. And, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm kicking myself for picking the under at the beginning of the season, but I mean, I'm not shocked by the results right now about what this team is doing uh, led by what should be coach of the year. Monty Williams, you know, he should have won it last year. He was a finalist, but you know, Tibbs did deserve to win it last year for what he did with the New York Knicks. Um, but it's just been, you know, this team has chemistry. And when you have the best point guard all time, I personally think on your roster, these are the results that you're going to get. And for them to be at 41 and nine, it, it, it's crazy. But again, I'm not, I'm not shocked about it at the same time. Yeah. You and, count magic Johnson in that category of point cards. Yeah. I, oh. top. Okay. I'll say top three. How about that? <laughs> yeah, not- well, and, and, and moon off very, very, uh, very nice of moon off to give him that greatest point guard of all time without the, without the championship mm-hmm. uh, that has eluded Chris Paul. Are you are you looking to get down on any uh, Suns futures? Suns to win the championship. The value maybe have uh, has slipped away here, but uh, how do you feel about Suns futures right now? Yeah, I would not be surprised, guys, if they came out of the West again. Right now, they are co favorites with the Golden State Warriors around plus two twenty five, plus two fifty. Um, but looking at their championship odds, uh, they're still at five to one. I mean, I think there's still some type of value still at that number at five to one. Yeah. I still, I still think they need to pick up one more guy off of the bench. And me and Scott have talked about this at volumes on the prop cast um, where we're talking about different teams throughout the week or sorry. Yeah. For uh, on the prop cast, when I have Scott on every week is I still feel like they need a a Eric Gordon type or a Terrence Ross guy off the bench to kind of provide some more uh, power punch for them. But Outside of that, I love this roster, right? You have, like I talked about the backcourt, you have your front court with DeAndre Aiden and JaVel McGee. You have your two wing defenders with Mikael Bridges and Jay Crowder. And this team is set up to make another point, uh, run into the Western Conference Finals. And at, at minimum, I think they are going to be in, in the conference finals for sure um, in the NBA, at least coming out of the West. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, they have such a crazy uh, forty-one and nine is is such a crazy uh, record. They're right up there, not not quite all time, but it just a, a fiery year for the Sun so far. Warriors, uh, to no surprise, they get Clay back. Steph kind of in the in the mix there for MVP. A little cold as of late, but yeah. Uh, Warriors, no, no shock that they're kind of uh, doing well. They're second place in the West. Grizzlies, though, have surprised some people. Thirty-five. And 18, uh, best team against the spread, currently third in the West. What do you make of this uh, Memphis team? Obviously, John Morant, but what, what yeah, else? He's is, awesome. What else has it, been the key to their success? It really has been John Morant. I mean, you just nailed the uh, uh, hit the nail on the head, Sean, that they are the best team against the spread, but they're just a gritty bunch, man. I mean, yeah, you have John Morant who's playing at an MVP level, but you kind of go looking up and down the roster. Desmond Bain has been the other guy on this team that has been absolutely fantastic for them. Uh, should be in the conversation for most improved player of the year uh, for Memphis, but uh, he's shooting the three ball well for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, currently, I believe he's, if I can see, yeah, he's shooting it at 40, 42%. Um, for the Memphis Grizzlies. I think we also got to give uh, Jaron uh, Jackson Jr., Triple J for what he's been able to do on the defensive end. In the month of January alone, he had 50 blocks. And that's and his his defensive player of the year odds. I that's think impressive. We're from fifty to one, and I think all the way now to eleven or twelve to one wow. uh, for defensive player of the year. So 
Um, they're doing it on both ends, right? They're, I think they're one of the few teams along with Phoenix that are both top 10 in offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. Sean, we all had the over on this Memphis, Memphis Grizzlies team and the, the adjusted win total. Currently we picked it at 41 and a half. It's 52 and a half. So. Wow. Oh man. Yep. We're, we are NBA sharps. sharps. What is it about <laughs> Memphis that they just have a gritty style of basketball? Cause they used to be the grind house. Now yeah. it's, it's obviously completely different players, completely different type of grittiness, but it's what, culture, bro. You think it's just the city, the style down there. What, what do you, what do you uh, attribute that to? Yeah, they really have that blue collar mentality, right? And I think Krim lunch pail. I saw that. a guy with, uh, on the sideline with a lunch pail. Not far from literally Blacksburg. bringing his lunch to the. Not far <laughs> from Blacksburg. Coach Pry must have been in the building. <laughs> yeah, it's just blue collar, right? I mean, they they get after it, man. They 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 when you make the commitment on both sides, especially on the defensive end uh, as well, uh, these are the results that you're going to get in. And it's really, you know, we try to talk about guys outside of John Morant. But it's really been John Morant this season. I mean, if you kind of just take a look at his stats from year over year, he's improved his scoring punch in the first three years of uh, uh, being in the NBA. Last season, he was averaging 19.1 per uh, 19.1 points per game. That number is all the way up to 26.4. He's improved shooting the basketball uh, from three point land and also from the field. And again, this is a guy that's uh, should be in that MVP conversation as well. I know they're playing New York yeah. here tonight in Madison Square Garden, so you know expect another big game out of him. And if you just kind of go look at his game log and what he's been able to do, putting up points, he's what I think that's eight straight game or seven straight games where he had thirty or more points for this squad. So um, they're they're playing great basketball right now. And again, this I would not be surprised if this team made a run into the Western Conference Finals. Um, either against Phoenix or against golden state many moons ago, Sean, uh, I thought I, I did an experiment when I was in my far nerdier days. I thought the NBA due to the sample size of each game and season was the perfect data to kind of like turn into a model figured out the one thing that did lead to consistency was defensive efficiency. And to the point of how does Memphis keep going with this? I mean, that's it. They play deep. Like if there's if one you're team gonna that's play played defense in the regular season, you're going to be a good team to bet. But on. if you're rating like the top defensive teams over the past two decades, in 15 years, yeah, like Memphis has played defense that entire time. Like yeah. there's no James Harden years. There's no years where they're just <laughs> like, fuck it. We're going to shoot threes. So yeah. I mean, if you, especially you mentioned they were the best team ATS too. I would assume uh moon off as someone who pays closer attention. I'd assume they're also pretty consistent in terms of their output night to night because of that defensive effort. But yeah, just, just the nugget from my one time betting on basketball on a night in and night out basis. The only thing I really learned was basketball is fucking crazy to bet on. <laughs> Nothing matters until eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And if a team's good at defense, they're probably going to be more consistent night to night than a team that's good on offense. Uh, one team that it has been consistent, consistently not good <laughs> Lakers. Uh, in oh. ninth, ninth in the West, <laughs> they're so bad. Twenty-four and twenty-seven. More importantly, just been an auto fade. Twenty-one yeah. and thirty against the spread. I test fail too. Yeah, and this team didn't seem uh, like they were gonna have it coming in. 
And, you know, the, the fact that they brought in Russell Westbrook to kind of fix the team uh, seemed like a comically bad move uh, on a number of levels. Uh, you know, Russell Westbrook is now kind of benched uh, unclear what his exact role is. Uh, we, we had a, uh, we had uh, the Lakers on randomly on, on God's eye. And I just had a moment where I go, Holy shit. Carmelo's still in the league. And then uh, my buddy uh, Ryan was like, yeah, he's, he's like their sixth man. What what can you make of this Lakers team? Certainly they'll probably try and flip the switch late in the season, get into the playoffs. They don't care about home court. I mean, can they can they win a playoff series, Moonoff? Or or are they gonna miss the playoffs? How much time do you guys have right now? I mean, <laughs> Jesus. They can't beat Golden State or Phoenix, so they're gonna have no. to do better than the seventh seed. Yeah, and, and again, we talked to I mean, even going back to the last year when I said that they were gonna get eliminated in the first round by the Phoenix yes. Suns. Um, this team has really regressed. I mean, bringing in Russell Westbrook was probably the worst decision this team could have made. And if you guys, if you guys watch this guy play, I mean, the shots that he kind of jacks up, especially from that mid range where he's trying to bank it off of the backboard and into the basket, he's just hitting the freaking backboard and it's not even, you know, hitting the rim nowhere close. He's jacking up three point shots and they've battled injuries as well. I mean, Anthony Davis missed about four to six weeks. He's finally back in the lineup for the Lakers. And now LeBron's battling a knee issue, Um, you know, not making excuses for them, but again, the easy scapegoat for them is going to be just firing Frank Vogel. Yeah. Right. Like you, you the GM it's, it's not, it's not, it's not something that he should take on. Like they should have traded either for a John wall or they should have traded for buddy healed before the Russell Westbrook trade got announced. And, you know, for, from the reports that I read this week, when they were talking about and get all the slander that Russell Westbrook was getting that Anthony Davis and LeBron James were advocated for this move to bring in Russell Westbrook. And now you're getting the results. Um, well, that is funny this. how that leaks out after he has a really yeah. shitty season. Somehow the the news that uh, they weren't supporting the trade didn't come out uh, right then early on. But yeah, yeah I mean, Westbrook <laughs> is like the exact opposite guy of what this Lakers team no. would need. He's an inefficient, big name guy who kind of has an attitude. And what and if he was to ever be efficient again, he would yeah. need the ball a lot. And you don't need yeah. that. You have LeBron. You have you need guys like. God forbid, Alex Caruso, who oh, is go. just a like gets a lot of loose balls. Uh, you know, doesn't need to create his own shot. Can clean up stuff. Will try to rebound a- after missed free throws. Like captain of the t-shirt under the jersey team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you need a- as corny as it sounds, you need some like hustle guys who are going to win 50-50 balls because you have you have LeBron, you have AD. They'll the never Westbrook figure it just out. Just didn't it? The, it didn't make sense at the time. They either. never figure it out. I mean, even look around the league, which teams are doing it? You know. Team you're not going to have a guy that's getting paid $44 million sitting on the bench. I mean, you're no, going to have to play a guy like that. Right. And you know, we've heard the rumors over the, I mean, we're approaching the trade deadline for the NBA. And I mean, there's rumors out there that the Rockets might be interested in trading back for him <laughs> and sending John wall there. Look, John wall last season for the Rockets was, was pretty good. Right. Um, he, he's more efficient. He can, you know, he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands to be effective. Like he doesn't have to score the basketball. Like well, Russell Westbrook, when he was on OKC, he was a walking triple double every single night. And I think that for Russell Westbrook, just for him, go back to OKC or go on these small market teams, put up your triple doubles, collect your paycheck. Yeah. Cause you're not going to help the Lakers win a championship right now. And I, and I will be very surprised if he's on the roster come next season. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. His, uh, his yeah, just imagine the idea being that such bringing a good, him to the Lakers. Imagine being such a good athlete, you never have to actually learn how to play basketball. <laughs> that yeah. is got yeah. He's in a he's in a weird uh, weird state. It's for sure. Hellion. All right, we're gonna uh, switch over to the Eastern Conference. Catch up over there before we do. Want to shout out Stable Duel? That's right. Oh man, you want to get it down with the ponies? Uh, Munoz's partner, Malcolm, big horse racing guy, had a ton of good uh, picks for the uh, Florida Gulf race, where Sable Duel gave out $40,000. That's right, $40,000. You can win as much as $15,000 over at Stable Duel with just one entry. They have free to play and paid games as well. All you got to do to get started is uh, head over to StableDuel.com, see how many winners you can pick. Again, they help you out with strategy and uh, they give you hook you up with some nice uh, stats as well. Very easy. App is uh, super fun to use. Head over to stableduel.com. That's right. Play, race, and win. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Oh yeah. Come come over to Thrive Fantasy prop up for the big game. Uh, they have an awesome uh, contest here for the big game. All you got to do is uh, pick 10 out of the 20 available player props for Bengals versus Rams. And again, each prop is assigned a point value. That's kind of how they even out the juice there. But $100,000 guaranteed contest, only $25 to enter. First place takes home a cool 20,000 bucks. And if you deposit $10 or more, uh, to receive the match plus, um, you get two free hundred thousand dollar entries. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Google Play Store, and of course, thrivefantasy.com. Use that promo code SGP. Thrivefantasy.com promo code SGP. Moving over to the Eastern Conference, uh, super competitive right now. I mean, one through. S- you know, even one through uh, one through seven is what like a four game difference. One through six is only a couple games difference. It's uh, yeah, it's it's been crazy. I mean, obviously the Bulls being the number one seed that seems like a a huge story right now. Thirty two and eighteen. I I certainly didn't see this coming with the Bulls. Uh, what's what's going on with the Bulls there, Munaf? Yeah, I mean, last season before the trade deadline, they traded for uh, Orlando Magic center uh, Nikola Vucevic as trying to, you know, find another or another star player next to uh, Zach Levine, and you know that was t- kind of the cornerstone that they were going to. And then coming into the off season, um, they made some great uh, additions to the team. Obviously, Demar Derozan, the biggest pickup for them. Um, him and Zach Levine are just absolutely balling out. Yeah, for playing this, great uh, Chicago, Yeah, Chicago Bulls team. They signed your guy AC Alex Caruso. He's injured right <laughs> now, but he's been a big addition to them. I mean, um, like you said, like he's a great uh, perimeter defender. They also added Lonzo Ball from the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. So when you have two scorers like uh, Demar Derozan and Zach Levine on your roster, and you add two defensive guys. And you have sort of an anchor in the middle of your uh, floor with Nikola Vucevic. You know you're going to have some great results. And I was very high on the Chicago Bulls team coming into the season. And um, I believe I think Kramer can double check there. I took, did take the over uh, for the Chicago Bulls. And um, you know it's it's very competitive right now. And, and I, I'm kind of questioning the timing of this uh, episode and this podcast because 
I think a week ago, Philly was down <laughs> around four or five, and all of a sudden, so it's unrelated only, to the Sixers winning five in a row. They're only one game back, and, and now Sean wanted to talk about the NBA. Yeah, but, let's go um, NBA. <laughs> NBA, got, NBA uh, Sean uh, woke up from his nap. Uh, I've emerged. We got we got to talk about Joel Embiid making a yeah. legit push for MVP. He's been playing <laughs> out of his mind. Obviously, uh, Maxi has been playing really, really well. I was always, I mean, again, you know, my brother is a big Sixers guy. I follow a lot of his stuff. He's been all over Maxi and was adamant that any sort of trade, even if we were trying to upgrade from Simmons, which uh, yeah. how could you not upgrade from Simmons? But uh, any any trade that involved that, not to include Maxi, because he seems. And I don't know if he's quite the legit number two that Embiid needs to win uh, and win, like you know, win in the Eastern Conference Championship. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's just been fun uh, the games I've watched with Embiid. Uh, what, what's your take on the Sixers team right now? Yeah, I think coming into the season, Sean, uh, not only John, you know, the NBA gambling pod, but I think people outside think that or thought that the Sixers were going to regress. And because of the whole Ben Simmons situation, right? But you know, Joel Embiid obviously playing at an MVP level this season, twenty nine points per game, ten. Uh, he's averaging ten point eight rebounds. One game back in the Eastern Conference for that number one seed, and you know the role players have really stepped up. Like you mentioned, Tyrese Maxey has been great for them. Seth Curry, Steph Curry's brother, has been absolutely fantastic he's for fun. them as well. And you know, for them not to have their second best player, the results that you're getting right now has been it's been eye opening. It's kind of been shocking for me, for the Sixers. I think for a lot of the people that you want to see the success in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. And, and once they figure out what's going to happen with Ben Simmons, I don't think he's going to play a minute for this uh, Sixers team this season until they figure out a trade. And I think, you know, Daryl Morey and Ellen brand in that front office are willing to wait until they get the right offer for him and, and then move him. Yeah. Maybe it's better not to have a, a loser. Playing basketball <laughs> with you, and by the way, Seth Curry. Uh, after even after um, Steph Curry hit it big, Seth Greenberg, that bald idiot on ESPN, <laughs> still didn't give the other Curry a scholarship. Who, by the way, father the only jersey in the goddamn rafters at Castle Coliseum in Blacksburg, Del Curry. There, there, there. You have it. So Seth, <laughs> Seth Curry. Now, how many years in the NBA? Unbelievable. How do you miss on and, that? and you mentioned Ben Simmons? Um, we have to talk about what a piece of shit this kid is. Very <laughs> I mean, come on, just it, just yeah, soft and then trying to play the mental health card where it's like, come on, dude. It, let's let's be honest. You're you don't want to get booed. I get yep. it. Thirty thousand people yelling at you, you suck. That's bad mm -hmm. for anyone's mental health. But you're getting paid. <laughs> maybe don't suck. Yeah, maybe don't suck. Or again, just take it like a man. Honestly, if he would have just came out, that first game back would have been brutal. But if he yeah. if he would have just came out and just played, he'd be now supposedly he's fine nineteen million dollars. I'm sure that's in escrow. I'm sure they're gonna fight it out. But I don't even know what the the final answer is here because Maury is, I guess to his credit, we'll see. Doug, you know, put a line in the sand and said, We're not trading him unless we get a legit asset for him. Yeah. Munaf, if you had a guess right now, what do the Sixers end up getting for Ben Simmons? And does that trade happen before this trade deadline? Yeah, I think they're willing to wait it out till the offseason. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for the Sixers fans or even the organization. But you know, there was rumors that they had some trades lined up with Atlanta and they had some trades lined lined up with Sacramento. But I just think that 
Daryl Morris is asking for the farmhouse for a guy like Ben Simmons. And you can't ask for that right now because his stock is at an all time low. Yeah. Right. You're going to get, you're not going to get a dollar 25 for the dollar. You're right now. You're going to get a quarter on the dollar for a guy like Ben Simmons. And no, I still think that he can play basketball. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's a bold take. Right, yeah. But right <laughs> now it's, it's uh it's, it, it's a divorce that needs to happen between the Sixers and the Simmons. And I, unfortunately, like I said, for the Sixers, it's just going to have to, it's going to happen in the off season. I'll be very shocked if there is a trade that does uh, transpire as we had kind of approach the trade deadline here. Well, and, and as Sixers fans, were Fultz and Simmons back to back years. Uh, it's a I great think question. So, I think so. Two two guys at the top of a draft so who can't shoot. shoot can't shoot a fucking it, basketball. It's it's insane. It's the most basic. Function. Again, I was anti-process the entire time. Sean, I love you don't Joel go to the B, park but... and practice passing. You practice <laughs> shooting. Like what are you? Yeah, what is how going? do you how do you get to be drafted number one overall without? Uh, hey, Dad, I'm gonna go to the shoot. park I, and do some bounce I passes. I guess I understand if you're like Shaq, where you're just this <laughs> massive dude who can just put in layups and maybe you don't practice shooting. But like, how do you get past? Pickup, you know, it's make it take it. Sean, we How do you win the pickup games if you're not shooting? Sean, never again will we miss on a guy that showed that little heart in college. Yeah, I mean, no, that, God and, damn it. And that certainly was the red flag that the number one pick couldn't even get his team into the tournament. I mean, there's 68 goddamn teams now, <laughs> and if you can't will your team, I mean, some of these and guys, they, and the NCAA goes out of their way to try and get. You know, like flashy guys who are going to get picked. If if you're on the bubble, they're going to kind of like kick you in. I mean, there's guys that uh, legitimate guys. I mean, Kate Cunningham. They 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 didn't enforce the suspension until the following year, so Kate Cunningham yeah, could play in the tournament. By the way, the Oklahoma State kids are really getting fucked. Out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So um, it, it doesn't seem like a trade's going to happen. Obviously, Sixers fans are hoping that maybe it is. James Harden, you know, there's the Maury connection. They're holding out hope for that. Brooklyn yeah. has has said it's not going to happen. What the fuck would you give up James Harden for Ben Simmons? I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Sixers Twitter, <laughs> Sixers Twitter is like all about it. And you know, supposedly there's some rumors. I was going to say Harden's Russell not- Westbrook for for Ben Simmons. <laughs> who says no? Oh God. Find you someone that loves Daryl Moore as much as she loves James Harden. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying, and and maybe he finds a way. Certainly, he does like James Harden. It, it, something crazy would probably have to happen, or maybe Harden has a falling out with KD. You never know. I mean, I could fire up uh, as the league turns here because certainly <laughs> there's some uh, some men who love drama in Brooklyn, and then th- we haven't even gotten to the whole KD thing. Or sorry, a Kyrie thing. Yeah, uh, he had the ongoing issue with the vaccine, and now he's back, but he's a he's a part time player. I mean, he had a hilarious quote saying, "You know, I just feel like the three of us haven't spent a lot of time together on the court, like <laughs> like completely oblivious as to why <laughs> that might be, or it just random." Uh, so, what's your take on the Nets? Obviously, yeah. Katie is great, uh, but he's how how long is he out? I know he's injured. Yeah, he's probably going to be. Oh, he for sure will be out through the uh, All Star break. Um, the initial diagnosis for him was about four to six weeks. Um, I think it's been about two or three weeks here now. But at least he's not going to play in the All Star game. Um, you know, there's no reason for him to play. But you know, kind of going back to your Harden point, uh, Sean. We you know when when Terrell and I did the 2022 preview, or when we talked about the new year. 
uh, on the NBA Gambling Podcast, and I said, hey, throw out a couple of bold uh, predictions on what's going to happen. I said, I don't think James Harden is going to be back with his Brooklyn Nets team after this year. Yeah. And we're starting to see, and we're starting to see some reports or tweets and things coming out that Harden is not happy, you know, the, with the living style in Brooklyn as compared to Houston. And <laughs> there, there was a lot of things that kind of came out when, um, when they were interviewing uh, Harden post game or on media days. And they were asking about Kyrie Irving and he seemed just annoyed about it. And, you know, because of the whole vaccine thing, but, or, or there or not having Kyrie on the floor. Um, so I just think that James Harden's not going to be on this roster come next year and kind of looking at this Brooklyn team. I think Terrell says it's the best. This team sucks after the big three, but when you're paying that much amount of money to, you know, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant and James Harden, your roster is not going to be good. Um, they did pick up Patty Mills, who I think was probably the best offseason signing. Um, but I still can't discount the fact that when these three guys are healthy, um, and they are playing together, especially when, when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to be a very, very difficult out, uh, in a seven game series. I mean, these are probably, this is probably the best big three formation possibly ever. Um, mm. just pure scoring ability. Um, even, and even they, above the heat's big three. I think so. Yeah, it's I think probably so. close. We, You're right. Yeah, I think so because I mean Chris Bosch, yeah, he was he was still good, but I think you know, pound for pound or for scoring punch, when you have these three type of players on your roster, I think that um, you know, it's gonna be very difficult for them to um, you know, or other teams in the Eastern Conference to beat them in a seven-game series. And last season, um, they were about a KD toe away from getting into the Eastern Conference finals, oh, you yeah. know. Um, and that was without James Harden. That was without Kyrie Irving in the lineup. So I think that if they had a healthy Kyrie or, or, or James Harden, possibly they could have beat the Milwaukee Bucks and got into the Eastern Conference Finals. When we would offboard people, uh, my old job, Sean, that one of the check one, one of the check boxes would be like needed change of scenery. That's what <laughs> sounds like Harden. He's like, I, I, Brooklyn sucks. That's what he's saying. Winter Maybe sucks. Maybe the strippers aren't as graded as they are. Well, oh, I, I mean, I I think it's just you know, maybe not true. as friendly. May it's it probably has to do with like the mask restrictions in Brooklyn compared to Houston when it comes to the dancers. We we got to do a deep dive because yeah. there's well, got to well, be the something. whole thing with like Houston is like you can get in your car and you can drive anywhere. Like get in your car, you can go anywhere. We're, we're in Brooklyn. He probably doesn't want to get all the subways and all that bullshit. And, and you know, so I have to deal. Maybe he's got a bad Uber rating. Him yeah. and uh, him and Antonio Brown. All right, one of the other uh, fun stories, and I'm looking at our win totals. Mm. We all had uh, Cleveland Cavaliers over 27 and a half wins. We're looking like geniuses because that's already hit. They yeah. already have 31 wins. No one was genius enough to lock it up, but still. Uh, they've really been a fun surprise team. Uh, they've had a bunch of injuries, but still third best team against the spread. And they're, they're right there in the mix fourth in the East 31 and 20. Uh, I know, you know, the uh, uh, Sexton and Garland, that was supposed to be the duo that was going to carry him. But it seems like really it's, it's more about this uh, rookie uh, Mobley, right? Yeah, it has been. And you know, they drafted Evan Mobley third overall, which I think, I mean, in any other draft, obviously Evan Mobley would have gone number one. So the Cleveland Cavaliers were, were gift wrapped a present here early uh, by getting Evan Mobley, but it's, it's really been Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, their front court. Um, these guys defensively have just been absolutely fantastic for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And 
No, Darius Garland has been great. I mean, they they've lost, you know, they lost Colin Sexton very early in the season to a season ending injury. They also lost Ricky Rubio to a torn ACL. So it's really been Darius Garland who's been the backcourt for them. Um, and the depth pieces around uh this Cleveland Cavaliers team defensively, they've been great. Um Again, a pleasant surprise uh, for for not only Cleveland fans, but in the entire NBA. But yeah, it's really been led by uh, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Right now, I believe Evan Mobley is the odds-on favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Um, and J.B. Bickerstaff, we gave this out, this ticket out as Coach of the Year at 40 to 1, 20 to 1, 12 to 1 on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Ooh. Right now, he's, I believe he is second uh, right behind uh, Monty Williams of the um, Phoenix Suns to win coach of the year at plus three twenty right now. Not Hell, bad. Yeah. I mean, again, tied for third de- defensive efficiency. So yeah, no, you played shout defense out to in the regular Hollander. season. It doesn't uh it gets uh, pretty easy after that. All right, let's uh let's move on. Actually give out some picks for Thursday, Friday night. Before we get to that, I want to shout out propswap.com, promo code SGP, where America goes to buy and sell real sports bets. Maybe you took Moonoff's advice. You got the Cavs head coach to win coach of the year. You got it at a crazy price. You're a little worried maybe they uh maybe doesn't bring it home. You could just sell it over at propswap.com. Get the uh, you know, get a nice price for it. Guarantee yourself a profit. That's what's cool about PropSwap. You don't need to have your tickets win in order to cash. That's right. All you need to do is have them increase in odds and you're good to go. PropSwap.com. And the best part is if you use our promo code SGP, you get an instant deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. So if you're looking to buy tickets as well, you can get the best price and uh, free cash on that deposit bonus. PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. Also brought to you by Better Fantasy. That's right. Head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. Get there. App, get ready to go. They have a ton of free to play prop games, including stuff for the big game. Again, completely free to play, active in all 50 states and worldwide. You win free credits, which you then can take and turn into real prizes, real awesome prizes like uh, gift cards or even donate it to charity. Be a charitable DGEN. Head over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. And of course, uh, moon off you and the guys daily NBA gambling podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that. And we're running a little uh, review contest. Just launched it. Uh, you got to uh, send in a screenshot of you doing the review Tweet it at oh shit. SGPN NBA SGPN NBA. <laughs> Yes, almost, sir. almost had it completely. It's clean. the name <laughs> of the company with NBA. All right. NBA, Sean, come on, wake up. And uh, you, can, you, you need can, some of the water from Kansas City, bro. You can. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear from uh, Kansas uh, from uh, Chiefs fans who gave me. A ton he of apologized. Shit. Did you not see his tweet about I, apologizing to me for the Chiefs letting him <laughs> down and me down? No, I was oh, not included oh, on that. All right. I've heard from Bengals fans, not from Chiefs fans, even though I had Bengals money line. Uh, <laughs> And and the the contest is gonna give out a jersey. So and we decided. I don't know if Moonoff was joking when he said, uh, "I go, what kind of jersey do you want for the graphic announcing the contest?" He said, ben, <laughs> "He said Ben Simmons." So in the uh, graphic, there's a Ben Simmons jersey, mm. and uh, 
No, best I of like luck. It. Best of luck. You can certainly choose a Ben Simmons jersey. Uh, I could see a Sixers fan buying that in order to burn it. All right, Thursday night action: Suns versus the uh, the Hawks. So great game here. Um, I'm trying to see if I can. Get boop, 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 boop. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna pull up some uh, some odds here. Amuna, what bet has it? WinBet already has presenting okay. sponsor of SGPN. Hell yeah! Wow, look, see, look at look Jesus Christ! Moonoff, I mean, employee of the year. Uh, Sean's fully <laughs> fully aroused under the table. Uh, so what what's the number at Moonoff? Uh, currently, seeing Phoenix is favored by five and a half points on the road in Atlanta. Total of two twenty four and a half. Okay, so what are we doing? What's the play here? On yeah, this game? Um, let's start with Phoenix here. I mean, they obviously we've talked about they've won eleven in a row here. Um, I think the big thing in this game is going to be checking the injury report. And I think especially in the NBA, when you're handicapping games and we've talked about this on the gambling pod uh, is that make sure you're, you're checking the injury report first, because at least for Atlanta, um, Trey young is questionable in this game um, with a shoulder injury. So um, with that being said, I think that he may give it a go here tomorrow night um, in Atlanta. And it's not a train that I want to get in front of, but I feel like five and a half, maybe a little bit of a stretch here for um, the Phoenix suns here. I know they've won 11 in a row, but in that span, I think they're, I think just six and five against the spread um, Atlanta overall at home, 15 and 13 against the spread. They're 12 and 10 as home uh, favorites. There's just one and three as home underdogs. Um, God, it's, it's tough. I, I'll take the points here with Atlanta at home plus five and a half. Um, I think this is a good get up spot for them facing a non-conference opponent um, coming into town, uh, currently looking at the non-conference uh, do, do, ATS um, trends. Do, oh, is TNT doing the, uh, do they switch it back to Thursday night now that Thursday night NFL is, is gone or are they still doing Wednesday night? I uh, know this will be on TNT tomorrow night, Thursday yeah. night. Um, I, I think this is six thirty. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaning with Moonoff as far as a kid up spot. It's a prime time national game. Trey Young again. He's questionable, but come on, you're gonna play when the when the big bad sons come to town. You know, CP3 will be out there <clears throat> scrapping late, even though he probably doesn't need to. But you're giving a team like Atlanta who uh, season. I don't know. How would you grade this season? Slightly disappointing. Uh yeah. Th- they I mean, seem to been- be coming together late, right? Yeah. They, they've been battling injuries as any other team has, but I think the big thing for them, they got Deandre Hunter back uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, uh, obviously with the, cam, uh, the trade of cam reddish to uh, the New York Knicks uh, defensively Hunter's going to be big for them. So I, when they get healthy, I think, uh, you know, Terrell's been ahead of the curve where he's talked about Atlanta making a run here. And I think that I'm going to take the, yeah, take the points plus five and a half with Atlanta here. Yeah. I, I that's a good point. I, I'm with you. Give, give me Hawks plus five and a half Kramer. Well, you also have the element of this being the first of a, a little bit of a road trip for the Suns. Mm. Had you know, mm. been at home with the wife, hit the road, <laughs> going down to Atlanta. Maybe we got some a uh, cu- couple extra things on the old itinerary that aren't basketball, Magic City Wings. Uh, so you know, I'm with you guys. I'll take the home dog. All right, all rocking the home dog. dog. Next up, the battle for L.A. Uh, <laughs> 
kind of disappointing, but Lakers <laughs> well, getting two well, well. against the Clippers. Those we, cowards are moving south. Well, yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't talked much about the Clippers uh, on this episode, but they've certainly uh, been a disappointment. But again, mostly injury based. I don't know what's your what's your thought on the Clippers so far this season. Yeah, if I would have told you guys the Clippers are going to have a better record than the Lakers without their two best players for the majority of the season, <laughs> yeah, I, I think people would have laughed here. But uh, yeah, Lakers are going to be on a back-to-back situation here. They do play tonight um, against the Portland Trailblazers at home. Uh, obviously, no travel situation because we'll be playing in the same arena. But um, Clippers have been, you know, a pleasant surprise, and I think this is a spot for them to, you know, get up going up against the uh, Lakers. Your your kind of your hometown rival here. I, this is, I think this is a good short number for them um, for the Clippers uh, currently ATS trends. Uh, it's not pretty, but again, they find ways to win games to the Clippers. And I think they obviously will have the rest advantage here over the Lakers. So I'm going to take the Clippers here minus the two at uh quote unquote home uh, against the Lakers. Yeah. I'm I mean, with they're you. not losing to the Lakers. No, and the and the Clippers Lakers suck. Yeah, again, they're a fun, scrappy team. I think the fact that, like Munoff is saying, that the fact that they don't have their stars is just these guys are hungry. They, these guys have an opportunity to like really make a name for themselves. And the We're Lakers LeBron are guys. so Lakers suck. <laughs> they're just so dysfunctional. It's it's uh it's pretty funny to watch. And, right and I will say, if you've been to a Clippers Lakers game recently, like the Clippers are the Clippers definitely take it seriously. So yeah, yeah, like they're gonna be all proud that it's their home game, and they're gonna be <laughs> the DJ's gonna be extra high. The Taylor Swift banner will be up. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. If you go to the Staples Center, there's definitely there's a one of the banners next to the championships is a Taylor Swift banner for number of concerts sold out yeah. in a row at the Staples Center. Of course, they cover up all the uh, Lakers uh, banners <laughs> when the when the Clippers are playing, but they're cool with Taylor. Yeah. Everyone, uh, T-, T Swift is is a big yeah, fan. Yeah, the points, right? Clippers win. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just want to mention over the last five games, at least, and especially when you're at a point of the season where a little halfway uh, past the uh, midway point of the NBA season, we really started looking at, you know, what have you done over the last five games? And the Clippers uh, are, I think, only the one of a very few teams that are both top five in an offensive uh, rating and defensive rating over the last five games. So um, I have a net rating of 37.8, which is number one in the league. Watch out. We're going to some Clippers <laughs> playoff games this year, Sean. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I haven't been, I haven't been to uh Staples Center in a while. We went to uh or we went to the playoff game. Uh was it against the Mavs? Yeah, yeah. last year. Yeah, that was fun. Uh Brooklyn versus Utah in Utah. This is a Friday. Doesn't uh lines not out. What would you what would you set this line or what do you expect the win uh, to have it at? Yeah, I would probably expect the Brooklyn Nets to be a slight favorite here, um, especially if Utah does not have um, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert playing their two best players. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has been out with a a concussion and uh, Rudy Gobert is battling a calf injury. They've been out for about the past couple of weeks here. Um, And they also lost Joe Ingles to a torn ACL. So um, and then Brooklyn obviously will have they play tonight as well. Um, but they have James Harden and uh, Kyrie Irving on road games. At least, you know, we talked about Kyrie. He's playing in road games in Utah. So um, I expect so the Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nets to be favored here. Probably by, I would probably say around three, three and a half points. 
Yeah. And so the, like, like Munoff was saying, they play the Kings tonight. Usually Ryan, we like taking uh, the jazz at home on a back-to-back situation. There is one day of rest here and the jazz. Well, you got to ask yourself jazz are playing the nuggets. What are they doing? And with that time in between, what's Kyrie doing in Colorado mm. in between those games? No, well, he's <coughs> Nets are in Sacramento. Sacramento oh, I'm sorry. What Utah, am I, what am Utah, I? Has, oh. Utah has the nuggets, uh, but they're at home. So that doesn't, that Colorado's doesn't, our, our normal, our normal uh, nugget doesn't apply. I don't know. Certainly you would imagine they would destroy the Kings tonight. And then, you know, how hungry are they going to be playing the jazz on a Friday night? Huh. And with no Kyrie, but like, you know, no, Kyrie they, will play. Oh, sorry. No, because it's uh, a road game. No, uh, Katie, no, Kevin Durant. Obviously, yeah. obviously still out. Um, Kyrie and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Kramer, what are you doing here? Oh, you, I, a hundred percent of the time you play Utah at home. Yeah. Catching I'll take points, it. especially uh, yeah. against the, against the team like that. Yeah. Why not? I mean, also it, it doesn't fall into the category, but we can still, I'm liking all these home teams. Sacramento. Except- there's a little bit of elevation in Sacramento. <laughs> Is there? It's like 200 feet. I gotta, I I actually have to look, look up, up the, uh, look up the Sacramento. It's elevation. on the water. It can't be that <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a river that goes through, but yeah, Utah as a home dog. I always like that spot. Even against this uh, Brooklyn team last game, 30 we- feet. <laughs> Couldn't even get to hundred feet. Well, maybe they'll get altitude sickness going all the way up to mile yeah, high. That's a good way to spin it. That is a huge, huge swing. Uh, all right. Uh, last game that uh, we will be breaking down Sixers at the Dallas Mavs come Friday night. What, what do you expect the line to be here? Moon off and uh, which way you leaning Philly versus Dallas. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Philly, maybe by a point, a point and a half here. Um, Dallas is, you know, tonight, at least they're missing uh, two key guys and Kristaps Porzingis and Tim Hardaway jr. Um, trying to see what the, what type of injury they have. If it's really significant, if they'll be out for the Friday game, but um I like Philly here, um, you know, non-conference game here for uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. They are 13 and eight against the spread in non-conference games so far this season, Dallas non-conference games, 11, sorry, five, 11 and one 31.3% against the spread. So you guys know, I like looking at the numbers and you know, mm-hmm. Philly's, you know, Philly's in a good groove right now, right? We talked about how they've kind of uh, reeled off some wins here. Um, not sure who's going to be able to stop Joel Embiid down below for the Dallas Mavericks because they really don't have a post player that can really stay in front of this guy and look for him and Tyrese Maxey to have a big game here. I think Philly gets the job done in Dallas, and you know it's on brand. We're not backing a Dallas uh, Dallas team. I'd no. imagine Dallas it, sucks. I'd imagine it's really really tough to stop Embiid down below. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean he's, he's one of those guys who will get penetration he's, if he's running to that hole. Get out of the way. I mean, unfor- I honestly, like if he if if he doesn't have just a an absolute giant schlong, it's gonna look small. <laughs> it's gonna look such t- a massive frame, uh, and you know, as far as the matchups, like if he doesn't have a guy 
you know, like a Giannis or someone that could maybe slow him down or someone to really go toe to toe with him. He's just going to eat, especially right now, especially with his shot falling, especially with him kind of picking up the slack uh, defensively where, where Simmons may have helped out. And then Maxi really is kind of hitting his stride here. It's hard to go against the Sixers team. They're, they're down a couple right now against the, uh, the wizards, but that always that's a kind of a that game always is scrappy for them. So uh, I I don't think they they're gonna have a problem against Dallas. They will have a day of rest in between. So that's even a better spot for a guy like Joel Embiid. So give me the Sixers laying the points. Mm, shocking in take. Dallas, Ryan. Are you gonna are you gonna take uh, Dallas yeah. as a home dog? Oh, another home dog. Yes. I know <laughs> I know how to bet the NBA. Dog. Give me the home dog. Ah, uh, <laughs> brutal, brutal. I mean, I'm I'm glad you're happy about. Th- I'm. I'm kind of happy NBA Sean's back, but NBA when we, Sean's popping in. When we walk outside the studio, you're not. Uh, Col- I'm going to tell Colby no. to turn off Abilene Christian. <laughs> the fucking Sixers are going on. All right, look out. Uh, well, thanks as always uh, for hopping yeah. on the show, Moon Off. Make sure you subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast, the Propcast. Even the MLB gambling podcast, whenever that uh-huh. uh, decides to uh, sort itself out. Just to be clear, you guys aren't holding out, right? No. Moonoff and, and Moonoff no. and Malcolm are not holding out, right? Just, <laughs> just me and Malcolm are behind the scenes trying to plan out how we want to do the podcast next year. College so. baseball, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so, if we, so if we have to get some Sims going uh, like we did for <laughs> we'll we'll have to do that. Oh, that'll be fun. And uh give Moonoff a follow on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Make sure you uh register to win the uh, free NBA jersey given away over the mm. NBA gambling podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Welcome back, NBA Sean. Kramer, let it ride.